record button. Is this where we are today? Is we don't know how to do it? Yeah, it's so a we, rough, rough podcast. In case the uh, listeners are going to wonder why, <laughs> why, uh, why we are the way we are right now, I have had food poisoning for the last uh, 24 hours, so I... I have been shitting piss pretty regularly and just feeling dizzy and stuff. And I've had about three hours of sleep. So I'm pretty beat. And then Steve, you're, you have something else going on that's causing you to be tired. Yeah. I'm reporting to you live from the desert of Las Vegas. Um, And I'm at a work event that has just been absolutely whooping my ass. 16-hour day. Can you hear what I'm doing? Not really. I can't really hear the Uh, music that you're playing. My phone's not being loud enough. I had Viva Las Vegas on. I knew what it was, yeah. (laughs) I just don't know if um, the listener did. Um, Uh, That's fine. I don't know if my microphone for the most part, though. It's just very busy. Um, My company's putting on an event, and uh, I'm sneaking away to record a special Las Vegas edition of the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hot v- property. Hot property. Viva Viagra. Oh. Yes, I've had a lot, I've had a lot of Viagra. That's also why I'm tired. <laughs> uh, because my boner is just sucking all the energy out of my body. Well, per the commercial where all the guys gather together in a farm to sing yeah. Viva Viagra. If your boner has lasted more than six hours, you gotta call a doctor. Because you might like uh, come well, blood or something. The doctor did show up, and then we just ended up having sex. Ah, yeah. If um, I was like a, if I was like a nineteen eighties, like a nineteen eighties, I've got five minutes so I can tour comedian. I'd yeah. be like, oh, if the doctor says you got a boner for more than six hours, you should call the doctor. If you ask me, I'm calling a prostitute. <laughs> that that would be what I did if I was. That's like, the kind of like nightly show Vegas humor that. I've been exposed to. So, what have you? Uh, have you seen any any shows? Describe no, some of the I'm entertainment. Really, I'm really. I there is entertainment. I'm really upset that Silk Sonic, the uh, Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars duo, they are starting a residency on Friday when I leave. Ah, uh, those out of all. The- three of those names i only know bruno mars i've never even well, heard Silk of sonic is the name of the group never heard of it that, that consists of bruno mars and anderson Pac. i don't know who that second person is and i barely know who bruno mars is i know he does the uh, i want to marry you song or however i don't know he's got a myriad of other songs that i think you would enjoy so i, I think, think you i think i probably up. have heard them yeah. i do know i i know one person who 24 got... carat magic in the air not familiar. Um, what about the other one that I just heard in the elevator? I, I know there's another one that yeah. I know. Um, I know there's one that I know, but I can't think of it. It's like the biggest. You know what song, song I heard in the elevator the other day? What? Top, top, top of the pops. No way, dude. <laughs> yeah, no dude. way. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> it's like, I wanted I to can't... say. I, I have I a, escape it. I have a friend who got backstage passes to Bruno Mars. And she said, not only was he like really, really, really nice, but he put away like just like an inhuman amount of cocaine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for him, he's a little guy. Yeah. So you don't need that much. He's don't need tried, that much. That's probably how he got so rich. He's saving a fortune on doing cocaine because he's so small. <laughs> all those other stars, like yeah. all those larger stars, like uh, Neil Diamond, are probably because uh, yeah. he's he's like football player size. But Bruno Mars, he's a little pocket person. You can put him in your pocket <laughs> and pop him some Skittles and Coke, and he'll just pump out some songs. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, you know, I have to look it up. What is? I know there's one Bruno Mars yeah. song that I know is the is like the song. That it's I know, every, it's I at know. every wedding. It's played at every wedding. Like you can't have a wedding contractually and not play the song. Man, none of these ones in his top five songs on Spotify. Just read the top five, and I'll tell you which one it is. Uh, let's this see. Locked out of out. Locked Out of Heaven. That's which, a good one. That's that'll good happen song. when you're when you're doing coke all the time. Uh, yeah. Leave the door open. That's yeah, that's a good one. Smoking out the window. That's a, those are both Silk Sonic songs. Okay, when I was your man, that's a Bruno Mars song from a while ago. And talking to the moon, oh, that's on. That's a TikTok song. 
So wait, which one? It's it's a song where it doesn't he sing a song like specifically about dancing? Yeah. Oh, I like I just the way you are. I know that one. Marry you is the one that I was singing. What the fuck is the name of this song? I don't. I don't even know his like it's album. It's gonna be something so obvious, and I'm gonna hate myself. So I'm looking at his albums. He's got just a couple albums. Uh, so Grenade, Just the Way You Are, Our First Time, Runaway Baby, The Lazy Song, Marry You, Talking to the Moon, Liquor Store Blues, it's Count on Me. Unorthodox Dupax, I think. Okay, so that no, was Duops and Hooligans. Uh, young uh, Girls Locked Out of Heaven, no, Gorilla Treasure, 24, Moonshine. 24 Carry Magic, and it's... Chunky um, Perm, that's what I like, Versace on the dance fuck. floor. Wait. Dude, this is crazy. I don't know that one. Okay. Wait, let's. I'm. I'm actually. This. Dude, I feel so. I'm old. losing my mind. I feel so old. Uptown so, Funk. It's Uptown, Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk. Gonna you. give it to you. Uptown Funk. Gonna give it. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. We just how's, spent how's five minutes. Not, we just spent five minutes is, trying to remember Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. How is that not on his Spotify? It. It's not on an album. It it's not on Mark, an album? It was a Mark Ronson collab. Man, I am old. I don't know who anybody is. And when I put Uptown in, it automatically goes to Uptown Girls. So I think my phone's algorithm yeah. knows that I'm pushing 40. All right. Can I tell you about all the food I've eaten? Dude, that is why, why I'm here. <laughs> so make sure if you are interested in Las Vegas food options that you follow us at Hot Property yeah, Pod on pot. all of the things and all that fun stuff. Yeah, lay it on me because I have one I took food a lot item of for photos. you. Um, well, the one you so sent me looked fucking delicious. The first night I was here. And you've okay. been here how many nights now? You've been there since like Friday, right? Friday, yeah. Uh, I landed and today is Wednesday. Damn, I'm dude. Here, I'm here until Friday. Damn. So the, uh, the first photo that I sent you, let's talk about this first. The first photo that I sent you was of a bunch of delectable um, enhanced treats that I got yes. from uh, the world's largest dispensary. When I was in Vegas, when I was 25, which was fucking 12 years ago, they had a zero tolerance policy for weed, where if you had possession of any amount, it was a mandatory minimum prison sentence of two years. So things have changed. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> things, have, things, things have slightly changed to the fact where I didn't need a medical card. I just walked in and they scanned the store. my ID. And then I spent $150 on edibles. So they went from mandatory minimum sentence of two yeah. fucking years in federal prison to largest dispensary, recreational dispensary in the world. Yeah. And the, Amazing. So this one, the one that we went to is kind of like a tourist trap a little bit. Mm. Like it's a little bit overpriced. And so what's funny is that across the street, there's another, we went to a place called Planet 13 and across the street, there's a place called Reef. And they've got a big sign that says, tired of paying too much for your, for your marijuana? Come here. Ah. And so now, now you've got like rival factions of dispensary. And now they're That's like- That's insane. Like the equivalent of like the Wendy's Twitter feuds that gets- Yeah, yeah. That's incredible, um, though. You love to see it. I mean, it's a market yeah, that dude. can be tapped and tax money goes in and, you know, competition, and baby. Let me tell you, man, when I got home, when I got to back to the hotel, I like, obviously, you know, I cracked one open. I cracked up a, a candy bar that was 100 milligrams, um, but it was like broken up and it, like you could break off 10 pieces at a time. Yeah, yeah. So I ate a 10 and I was like, oh, shit, this is a really good chocolate bar. And like I wanted to eat the entire chocolate bar just because it was it tasted so good. And I was that's, like, I dude, got... that's like an old school lesson. The same I as know. you know, like like don't don't uh don't smoke your own stash if you're a dealer. One I of the, the rules the of stash. edibles yeah. is if you're going to get edibles, get the non-THC version of the same snack to go with it, or else that's you're a fucked. Good idea. That's standard. That's like standard stoner logic. Well, so then so this leads me to what I started eating and i i feel like i've eaten like some of the best food i've ever had in my life nice nice um how did, so how did that night, 10 milligrams treat you though is it like oh, actual it was very good it's good it nice. very good the first night i think i got room service you think i got what i ate 
All I have here is a photo of a cheesecake donut. Whoa, and, nice. And so this is a donut that has that is cut in half and piped with cheesecake frosting um, and then like sandwiched out of there. It wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> frosting was kind of shitty, but it looked delicious. Okay, so then the next morning I went to get my favorite sandwich of all time, the Cuban sandwich. Dude, Maron. And I had this for breakfast. That looks good. Yeah, it's uh, Cuban sandwiches are ham, pork, pickle, mustard, Swiss cheese, and uh, on a Cuban bread. It's you said pickle though, right? Yeah, pickles oh, yeah. in there too. And it's you, it's typically down. it's typically pressed as well. Yeah, yeah, like a panini. Yeah, I love a good Cuban cubano. Um. Then. Where's the next photo? Okay, so then I sent you this photo of the Hattie B's Nashville hot chicken. That's the one that I was talking about when I when I first popped into this conversation because really good crispy fried chicken, like the finger stuff, there's nothing better. That, yeah. That's really like where it's at. Um, so I'm I'm in this line, right? And I'm like, this place is awesome because I love Nashville hot chicken. And guess what they had on tap? Truly. Oh, I saw an ad for Truly 8% the other day. I hope oh, yeah, you're aware. They're, they're amazing. <laughs> I, figured, they're amazing. I didn't even want to bring it up on the show because I was like, they've, Steve knows this. They've had it for a while. They just introduced two new flavors. Ooh. Um, anyway, so they had Truly on tap. So while I got while I was waiting for my Nashville hot, I grabbed a Truly, obviously. Uh, but while what when there's five levels of spice and there's yeah, there's a um, scary, baby, sporty, yeah, ginger, and posh. All five um, levels of spice. I, I, so next to scary spice, it said like for enthusiasts only. Uh, and, and also, also, I just let's stop a bit right there. They weren't really named as spice girls. I forget what the levels are, but like the last out of five levels, the last two had like a bracket that said enthusiasts only. Uh, so nice. I'm, I'm, you know vibing off of a little piece of candy bar i had and i'm like you know what i i would consider myself an enthusiast we've done the pocky hot chip challenge on the podcast and you know i do like a nice spicy food and so i was like i'll take level four and she was like are you sure it's quite hot and i was like i'll be fine i'm i'm good with spice i was not fine it was a absolute fucking nightmare I like they put like a like tooth like little uh ram like plastic ramming of the ranch in there. And because obviously I got extra ranch. I mean <laughs> I got a rep hot yeah. property wherever I go. Yeah. Um and like so there's a little bit of sauce on the bottom of the, the ranch thing. So I licked it off and I immediately, immediately regretted everything <laughs> I made. And so and like it was it wasn't even this wasn't barely, the top one though, right? This is like second. This is no, this is fourth fourth out of five levels of spice okay so so you're not at the the spiciest you're at the second i can't spiciest. even imagine yeah what that could be like so i have some audio here that i did not share with you until this moment oh goodness is it just you screaming Let me know if you can hear it Eat sucks so bad. <laughs> it's rough, dude. It was, dude. I literally, so that ranch that I had licked the sauce off of ended up fucking like drinking that. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Was, it was that bed. bad. Oh my god, I I couldn't even eat it. Like I, it's like I ate my mac and cheese and my coleslaw and went to bed. Like I, I the chicken. I like, mean, thank I God you bad. had the coleslaw. Coleslaw is usually pretty decent yeah. for for coleslaw taking the edge helped off. out a bit. So how was the um, second half of that challenge? Meaning the morning shit. Did that did that rock you? Never really uh happened. Really? Yeah, I was very yeah. thankful because like I said, I've been walking around. So like where where our event is being hosted and like our workroom, which we call the war room, which I think is stupid. And if you work for a corporation and you're doing events, don't call your meet like your workspace the war room because you look like a douchebag. Wait, now are they doing that? in reference to an actual war room or are they doing a cheeky reference to the movie dr strangelove i i'm more accepting of the second i don't know where this office jargon came from but i'm not a fan of it have you seen dr strangelove i it's on my shame list 
one of the most famous lines is they're in the war room and two of these guys get into a screaming match and the guy says stop fighting this is the war room and oh, okay, you know yeah, yeah and so yeah, yeah yeah that's like one of the classic lines yeah um so then like two nights ago we had a welcome dinner for the marketing team and we had uh, a restaurant here at the cosmopolitan called beauty in essex and mm. dude let me tell you i don't think i think food is over for me because that was it was so like, good or so bad it was so good it was <laughs> nice like, dude they had these fucking grilled cheese uh and tomato soup like in the in the you know, like that kirby spoon with like the bowl at the end oh yeah and tomato soup and then like a little piece of grilled cheese but the talk about cheese, talk about a ladle yeah yeah but the the grilled cheese is really like a a cheese dumpling, like yeah. a crispy cheese dumpling. I've had that yeah. over oh God, weddings that before. So good. Oh yeah, they had a fucking filet mignon that like melted in my mouth. It was just like <sighs> I was in heaven. And, I'm uh, glad and I because, didn't come to Vegas because you would be like, oh, I got all this food with my work, and I'd be like, I went to Fat Burger again. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I wasn't invited because I don't work there, but I went to Heart <laughs> yeah, Attack Grill. And let me, let me tell you, <laughs> although another not reason... complaining, I dig on a Heart Attack Grill burger. That shit's amazing. Uh, well, yeah, I forgot that's here. I'm not going to go there, though. That place to actually, like, and when I see that, like, pop up in my Facebook video hole that I go down. Dude, people actually, literally die there. People I have get disgusted. literally died. Like, I get disgusted with America when I see yeah. that video. People have died. So the other, and it's the like, other they, reason... they're like, check it out. People died here. Ah! It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> For real, they, they embrace it. They're like, yeah, this guy died. You know why? Because we fed him and he was fucking fat. Come on in. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're in Vegas. Roll the dice, bitch. Get in here. <laughs> roll um, the dice and then roll your body in. Uh, yeah, somebody had brought it up last night, and I was like, I'm never going to fucking look at that place. I'll throw up. Oh man, but the burger's tasty. I'll say that much. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> um, so Dan and I were talking about like having him come out and just stay in my room and like do whatever he wants because then we could have recorded the podcast in person for the first time ever in Las Vegas. <laughs> in and that, Vegas, <laughs> and that that really enticed me. However, it didn't end up working out, and thank God it didn't. Because, and I'll tell you why. Because the theme of this hotel is sex. Well, and, on your wall, it looks like it says love art or art yeah, love repeatedly. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a painting, like a very suggestive painting of a woman holding a banana. And ah, like kind of like bed. a penis. So here's the bed. Yeah. And then this over here, this like window looking thing. Yeah, that's the shower. That That is a frosted pane of glass that you can see directly into the shower. So that would have been really weird for us to uh, uh, share a bed and watch each other shower. <laughs> well, I mean, to tell you the truth, like there's a decent amount of space there that I could have pulled up a cot, but yeah. uh, at the end of the day, it came down to, in order to be able to offset the value obtained by not having to pay for a hotel room, I would have to do uh, red-eye flights on both ends. Yeah. And um, I just- That's not good. I'm just too old for this shit. <laughs> Yeah. But it actually works out because tomorrow I get to go see the Batman and I wouldn't have been able to go. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to hear how that is. Um, Dude, and the yeah, Batmobile really... and all the Batsuits are going to be on display at the gallery on Friday and Saturday. I'm so excited. I'm going to say oh, hi to awesome. the Batmobile. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Um, it was really weird flying for the first time in two and a half years. I forgot. Oh, how to, yeah. I used to be so good at it. Yeah. I used to pack everything correctly. Um. And, uh, you know, not forget anything. I had a whole system, a whole tempo. Mm. And I just, I was like relearning how to walk. I flew when I went to Seattle last fall for the first time in a little while. And it was definitely like I had to kick myself in the pants. Luckily, I got a really sweet new piece of luggage that's like real yeah. tight, um, which I'll actually send you a link. If you fly a lot, this is like game changer luggage. Is it the fucking, I think I might have it already. It's E like something? The, yeah, like the, the popular one these days. Oh no, I lost Dan. Shitty hotel Wi-Fi, man. You can't trust it. Man, you can't buy more bandwidth. Dan is uh uh oh, hang luggage. On. Got some mo we've got some movement here. I see you now. You you clipped yeah. for a second. 
But yeah, it's a very ergonomically sound piece of luggage, and I use it for everything. Yeah, I have a good one. What's it called? Yeah, yeah mine's called like E something. E. Oh, oh, dead air. Here we go. It's called, mine's called Away. That's the brand that I use, and it comes with a phone charger. Oh, mine, mine is called, it's one of these. It's just like a backpack thing. Oh. But it's called, oh, e-bags. But um, this thing is insane, and it holds so much, and you would never know it. I use it to go, but it's, like, also small enough that, like, as a casual backpack, it works as well. Yeah. Real nice. Real um, nice. The other thing that is interesting that happened here in Vegas a week before my arrival is that they lifted the mask mandate. That's starting so, to happen state by state. Yeah, but it was a weird... It was a weird, like, jarring transition to go from Philadelphia, which still has it in place, and the first place that I see. And they're, they're probably lifting it, like, next week. But, yeah. Um, it was weird that the first place that I experienced masklessness is probably, like, the, the worst. Uh, it's the, it's the den of sin. Dude, yeah. Dude, it is, fuck, like, I was, like, coming out on a Friday night, too, was intense because everybody's, the weekends are fucking crazy here. Like, last yeah, night yeah. when I was walking around at, like, 1130, the streets are dead. But like Friday, Saturday, like I couldn't, it was standing room only on the sidewalks. Yeah. And everyone's like walking around with these fucking giant, uh, like yards of slushy alcohol. And I'm like, yeah. I really want one of those. Oh, so then, okay. So today I skipped over a lot of good food, but I don't, we don't, we don't have time to talk about all of it. I mean, we can today, talk about some food. I think I also, while you're out there, if you can get a chance to see Penn and Teller's show, you really should. Yeah, I thought about that, but I'm yeah. also exactly. I went to see um, it, and uh, I'm going to throw him under the bus. Our buddy, Scott, uh, we were pretty wasted most of the time we were in Vegas, and um, he fell asleep at Penn & Teller, and I had to wake him because he was snoring. <laughs> so, yeah. That's crazy. Did he get his passport sorted out? Uh, no, he had to skip his trip to Mexico. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> so I had just today... Like, as I said, snuck away to record this, but I wanted to go to a place that I was very excited about um, to share on the air. The Bunny Ranch. No, it was oh. close, though. It was the Taco Bell Cantina, which is directly oh. across the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so baby. I, I got myself a, a Cantina Crispy Chicken Chipotle Taco, which you can take a look at there. Now, what makes that? cantina as opposed to just a crispy chicken but what's the cantina element and i got it at the cantina <laughs> it's the only difference <laughs> yeah when you walked in was it like i was gonna say it was really weird there was like this old street magician that cut off someone's arm with his blue sword <laughs> and then max rebo and and the, yeah. whatever their band is came in <laughs> 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 Does Max Rebo's <laughs> band have a name? Yes, the Max, the Max Rebo Seven. Is it Max Rebo and the John Williams Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> it's Max. It's Max Rebo and the Root. <laughs> Max Rebo and the Max Weinberg Seven. <laughs> yeah, that was that's where I was going with the the first time. Oh, I'm glad we got there. We're both tired. Um, but what I really wanted to get was a Baja Blast that's been enhanced with alcohol. Oh yeah! Get now, a I don't, caffeine, ha I don't have that here to show you because I already drank it because it did melt um, pretty much completely by the time I got back to my hotel room, and it's yeah. cold. It's really cold in the desert. Like what? What's the average daytime temp? Today it's fifty-five. Shit! It's warmer here. We're pushing seventy no, today. It's today Forty-nine. Well, so I was thinking about this, and I, I believe the reason that it's right now it's sixty-four. Desert, oh, you can't see it, but sixty-four right now. I believe the reason that it's colder in the desert is because there's nothing to, there's nothing here. Like, to yeah, there's nothing to hold it in. And, and, and give heat out. Yeah. Um, also, it's crazy because, like, I'm on the 57th floor and at nighttime, you can just see where the city ends. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The desert begins. And I'm like, wow, we are literally just like in the, like, surrounded by nothingness. Like, when you fly into Vegas, and you can see the strip and like the yeah. surrounding city, but like beyond that, it's just like corpses. very clearly. Yeah. Um, so I went to Taco Bell and I wanted to get a Baja Blast, and I'm like, and there's so there's only one elevator, 
tower that goes from my room to both the outdoors and also the conference floor where my work is having an event. And so I get there and I'm like, they're like, RT, you want a, uh, a Baja Blast in a regular cup or a crazy yardstick cup for $34? Uh, I think we know the answer to that. I really, really wanted to do that. But on the off chance that I would run into somebody that yeah. I work with, in the middle of the day, because this is this was an hour ago, and it's only one. It's two forty three here. It was like one forty five, one thirty. Um, like going up to my room with a giant yard of alcoholic Baja yeah. Blast is not the best look <laughs> for somebody who's supposed to be at a work event. You got to get one of those. They when I was in Vegas, they sold like they almost looked like Guitar Hero guitars that were filled with slushy. You got to get one of those because yeah. then people just think you're in a cool band. Yeah. <laughs> Because they'll be like, Steve, is that one of those drinks? You'd be like, no, man, I'm in a band. I just, I booked my band here, uh, you know, adjacent with my work theme. They're like, can I see the show? You're like, fuck no. (laughs) Just peace out to your room, drunk. (laughs) And then I uh, put a smoke pellet out and disappear into the night. (laughs) You just throw the smoke bomb and then then hack up a lung and vomit on the floor and then wave and run away. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Um, I I had the cantina chicken. <laughs> Sorry. Do, do they have when I was I'm, there? I'm gonna leave that exact phrase on my note to the hospitality staff. What <laughs> after I leave? Sorry, I have the cantina. <laughs> that's the name of the uh, that's the episode name right there. Sorry, yeah. I had the cantina chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be like uh, the next yeah. the next speech we hear from Putin. <laughs> He's gonna be like, I have decided not to invade Ukraine. I'm sorry, I had the cantina chicken. I had the cantina chicken. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, when I was in Vegas, I bought this thing. It was like a, it was definitely like a, a yard thing that you wore around your neck, but you could fill it at any bar in all of Vegas for a flat rate of twelve dollars. And what? so, like the the thing itself cost like thirty bucks, but. You could go like literally anywhere. You could just be like, oh yeah, here's this thing. And they'd fill it up and just flat rate of 12 bucks. And so I drank a lot of Long Islands uh, that were hanging around my neck. And it floated for the pool too. It was wonderful. Cause like I definitely passed out in the pool. So that was very helpful. Last night, um, we had an event at Brooklyn Bowl, which is ironic because they just opened up a Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia and we went Hmm. to the one in Las Vegas. There's also a Vegas. So I'm excited. I'm excited to go to Brooklyn Bowl when I get back because I had a good time. It was like a two-story bowling alley with a DJ, and they had open bar. Oh, I'm into that, man. I'll go to Brooklyn Bowl with you. Well, we we don't have open bar there. It is, you know. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. I got a couple Um, bucks to uh, do Brooklyn Bowl. I got like three or four dollars too. Yeah. After after gambling, Um, I got like twenty bucks. I can throw at this. So there's just like. Really, really attractive bartender. Mm. She's like really tall, great blonde hair. Um, and I was talking to uh, my friend. I'm like, that bartender is really cute. And she was like, you should go and ask for her phone number. I was like, that's ridiculous. Oh, do it, man. Um, no, no, I didn't. And I'll tell you why I'm, I'm glad I didn't. So I walked up and I was like, she happened to like make eye contact. So as I was like getting asking for a drink. And I was like, could I have a, a pineapple truly? And she looked at me and she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, I love trulys. And she's like, <laughs> she like, give me a look that like, I, could, <laughs> I, was, I was instantly, I was instantly more attracted to her because she was judging me. I just love <laughs> the, yeah, I love trulys. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then she's like, how about I make you a real drink? And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You were like, oh, you know how to make Trulies? <laughs> you can make a Truly? All right, oh, it's like a mango. <laughs> Do you have like a soda stream or something? Yeah, she's yeah. like, let me make you a real drink. And she gives you the 8% Truly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the commercial I filmed for 8% Truly. Um, and then she like made me pretty much a tequila sunrise. And I'm like, this isn't better. And then my her attractiveness, her attractiveness fell to an all-time low because I had to suffer through that drink to be polite. And yeah. I, I was like, then, what the Did f-? you I order like, a Truly I, after that? Yes, I went to a, I went to a different <laughs> bar and got a Truly. So I just wouldn't, uh, you know, I would have to hear it. Oh, I would have gone back and been like, yeah, that was decent, but I think I'd rather have a Truly, please. 
Yeah. But That's so, so that was, funny. That was fun. And then me and my coworker <laughs> and friend went to uh, the the roulette table, and I lost hundred bucks. That's not bad. I mean, you no, just gotta. We were yeah, there for play. like we were there for like two and a half hours, just fucking drinking and shooting the shit and complaining about how tired we are from work. I'm not a gambler, yeah. but like when I when I go to the casino, I'll typically just like. You know, I'll take a hundred bucks that I'm okay with losing yeah. and just make a rule not to spend beyond that. But nine times out of ten, I'm sitting at like a video blackjack machine playing like dollar games and then just sucking up the free drinks. You know, like it's yeah, you know, that's the way to go. And you know, then you have like five, six drinks, you've played for a couple hours, maybe you're up, maybe you're down, but it's like a good old time. I think I've lost since I've been here probably about 300, 350. That's not but awful. Every every time I sit, yeah, I mean, every time I sit down, I'm there for like an hour, two hours. Yeah. And so you pay for the entertainment. For entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, one of these days, we'll do some kind of crazy hot property trip to somewhere. This was just yeah. not in the cards, but uh, you know, but I'm glad that you're having a blast. Yeah, tonight we're going to a place called Area 15. Ooh. Which is which is the opposite of Area 51. So yeah. There aren't aliens, definitely. Yeah, I was gonna say they 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 have a crashed OFU. Yeah, yeah. Um, eh, I'm tired. That's the best I could do. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to I was but, trying but, to say alien backwards, but it only spells Neil A. Neil Armstrong's there. <laughs> that's that's who owns um, Area 15. Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Um. Oh my God. Maybe that's holy. Somebody shit. that used to be a meme where they said like uh, you know Area 51's passe, but if uh. No one seems to notice that Neil Armstrong backwards spells Nort's Mr. Alien. <laughs> and it does. Um, tonight, I wish you were around because I would have snuck you into this event. We have a live band karaoke. Ah, uh, I love all forms of karaoke, but live band is where it's at. I've never had the pleasure of experience, and I'm so excited about it. So I have this idea for a party that I would like to throw at a bar somewhere or even at a household that I think would be a lot of fun and could probably catch on the same way that like trivia nights catch on and karaoke nights catch on. You ready for this? Yeah. What about a lip syncing party? Yeah, I mean, that show is very popular with LL Cool J. So why, why wouldn't it, like, I could see that translating to a bar really well. Cause like, I, they came to me, we were watching RuPaul's Drag Race and at the end, they always have to lip sync for your life. And uh, that's who, how they determine who gets eliminated. And I'm watching, I'm going like, this is like a hell of a performance that, that they got to put on. And like, you really have to like sell this performance. And so oftentimes with karaoke, you're either singing or you're focusing on performance and not both. But like with a lip sync, you can really go into some cool, yeah. awesome performing. And I feel like even people who are too timid to do karaoke, which I understand, this might be a lower hurdle to clear. I think there's some money here. So all I'm saying is hot property lip sync night at a at some bar one day. I think we should I set think it up. I think that's a really good idea because also you have, you eliminate the, the worst factor about karaoke. And that's people who think they're good at singing and they are yes. not good at singing and then they ruin your favorite song. Yeah, and there's people who, like like Jenna, she's a good singer. She doesn't like to do karaoke because she's a good singer. Because, like, yeah. you know, that feels weird too. Also, this, this is going to sound crazy, but it gets around the awkwardness of a white guy doing rap. Um, you know, yeah. because you don't have to uh, dance your way around things you shouldn't say. Um, you just kind of do your thing. And, uh, you know, there's there's like a whole there's a lot of benefits to this that I think would allow for some of the hurdles and difficulties of karaoke to be paved over. I would you love to do it. Lose, I think it'd be fun. You also lose the slower, like down tempo, party killer showcase songs like "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney Houston. Yeah, I mean that could be fun to do a lip sync. Nothing to, annoys but like, me uh, more than when people get on a karaoke at a party. And they do some kind of like sad song to showcase yeah. their stupid voice. They're like, everyone Keep give it, it up, up for beat. Bill. Bill just did a, did a, you know. Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> and then like they just, someone just rocked out. Are you going to be my girl by Jet? And they're like, next up, here's Steven with Christmas shoes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <everyone. laughs> 
God. That would be Christmas booze. Christmas booze. Yeah. So can I tell you about this new cereal I had? Yeah, let's hear it for the so, boy. This, <laughs> now, that's great a song. song. Yeah. <laughs> so I picked up this cereal because it was on sale. I'm going to send you the photo of it that I have. Is um, it the Dunkin' Donuts cereal? It is not the Dunkin' Donuts cereal. My I just mom sent, sent me a photo of the Dunkin' Donuts cereal. It was like, you should try this. And I said, I think we already did. It was yeah, great. and it was not great. Yeah. So oh, I, did, I did see this. Okay, so this is Wendy's Frosty flavored chocolatey yeah. cereal. Um, it's a mixed bag. So I'm a pretty big fan of Wendy's Frosty. Inside of the box that says Wendy's the, Frosty cereal. Yeah. <laughs> inside of an enigma, inside of a mystery. Yeah. Um, it's a. I love a Frosty. Frosties are different yeah. from chocolate shakes. There's something different about their flavor. I don't know if it's more malty or whatever it is. It's definitely but, more malty and also it's more. It's not really a milkshake, in my opinion. Yeah, it's ice cream. Yeah, it's like a soft serve-ish sort of thing. And like, yeah. I would, I, I will dip a fry in a frosty. But like, if you gave me a chocolate milkshake, I would not feel right about dipping a fry in there. No, I don't no. know what it is, yeah. but I love a frosty. I think a frosty is real nice. Frosty. So I naturally I had to pick this up. So it's a mixed bag. Let's go with the downsides first. All it is is little chocolatey balls. And then a smattering, a, sm a smattering <laughs> of tiny, ball. yeah, it's a little chocolatey balls um, and a smattering of testicles, a smattering of uh, marshmallows and very small ones. There's the, the, the balls to marshmallow ratio is very, very favoring of the balls. It's not, it's oh, not man, like, I favor the balls at any chance I get. Gotta favor the balls. Yeah, you gotta um, favor the balls. If you're not favoring the balls, the balls you're, you're doing it wrong. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the, 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 I, I keep wanting to say mushrooms. The marshmallows are, it's been a long day. The what are they putting in cereal? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, sorry, I'm like delirious right now. The marshmallows are kind of a non entity. You don't taste okay. them, you barely see them. Yeah. The chocolate balls. It's like women. <laughs> yeah. The chocolate balls are, they're not bad. But they, they're less chocolate balls than they are regular balls with a chocolate powder coating. Okay. That's and, point. well, there's a reason for it, which is on the good side, but we'll get to that. The chocolate balls also get soggy very, very fast. Now, I found when I toss in, I go a half C of frosty cereal and peanut butter crunch, that tends to offset it because I put the, the peanut butter crunch in the bottom because they resist sogginess. And then the chocolate's on the top. So it only gets to kind of hit the milk towards the end. It's this a smart strategy. It's like a lot of work to enjoy a cereal. It is, but when you've, when you've, you know, it's the sunken cost fallacy. I spent $2 on this cereal, so I have to finish it or else I've wasted $2. And there's kids starving in Sudan, so I can't be doing this. And, uh, and they're the ones that made this cereal. Yeah, exactly. And so I have to honor their memory because they are definitely <laughs> dead. So the downside is that it's not the tastiest cereal. It does not hold on to its crunch and the marshmallows are non-entities like women. The God. the You said it. These are I your know, words. I, I know, but hearing them back, it's not great. <laughs> that's what I do, man. Comedy is supposed to be a mirror held up to the face of society. And that's what I'm doing. But um, the upside is this. The milk that is left behind. Yeah is hands down the best post-cereal milk I have ever had. This is, this is Kellogg's. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I know, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do with myself. The, desert, the, has, the desert has fried my brain. That's the cantina talking. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> Wait, what's the phrase? I had the cantina chicken. <laughs> Sorry, I had the cantina chicken. <laughs> so, but here's what's so cool about the the leftover milk is that I guess there's something in this cereal that's like a thickening agent, because oh, no the way, yeah, the milk itself becomes a little bit thicker. So, it's drinking the milk, the bowl of milk at the end was almost not entirely, but almost like drinking a slightly melted frosty. And okay. in, and that's just, I mean, that's un, unbeatable in terms of flavor. 
And because I, I was I was like bummed out when I was eating my first bowl of it. I was like, ah, I was kind of hoping to get blown away. I was trying to get my balls blown off here. And, you know, it's just I it's, the balls. <laughs> got to blow off my bees. That's from Hey Babe. Shout out Hey Babe. And uh, I, uh, I, it was just like mediocre. And I was like, this either needed to be incredible or terrible for me to have a reaction. And then I just like resignedly sipped the milk. And it was just an uh, like a total turnaround. And I was like, I. I'm going to buy this just to stir up in milk and then, and yeah. then, then like filter out the cereal and just drink the milk. Cause it was so fucking good. So it's a mixed bag, but worth it. Very worth it for the milk. I, I am not using hyperbole when I say that the post cereal milk or Kellogg cereal milk is the, is the best that I've had. It was unbelievable. Truly. unbelievable. Um, obviously I have follow-up questions. Yes. Number one, have you tried freezing the milk afterwards to see if it turns into a proper frosty? No, but you've planned my weekend. Number two. I, I will I, report back because I I am going to set that up tonight and I will put it in the freezer okay. to report back. And then I'll give it a quick little blend in the ninja before we start. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. I also need you to um, dip a fry in both versions. And I got to take some milk fries. version and the frozen version. I will... <laughs> I will uh, I will have to obtain some fries, but I will make this happen, I promise. Um oh and so as I said before, the 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 chocolate balls having the powder on them as opposed to being fully chocolate balls, I think that is why it's like that, is because yeah. that powder is what ultimately gives me the multi thick post cereal yeah. milk Kellogg's. Wow. I thought it, maybe you know what? Maybe that's maybe that powder is giving you the multi thick shits as well. I have not had thick shits these last couple days. I've had quite thin shits. But maybe it's that powdered uh, chocolate ball. It could be, but I don't know, man. I just, I'm just glad that the food poisoning is out of the way today so that tomorrow I am completely emptied of nasty shit and filled with nutrition while I'm watching The Batman. I was hoping to um, see that movie with you. I'll go see it again, I'm sure. I'm going to see I already bought tickets for Friday. The four. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, what, uh, the at, the, at the AMC? Uh, in Manion, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Um, anyway, the, my, the actual end of that sentence was, I was hoping to already have had this um, to report on it, but I, I've been too scared to open it. And uh, I can't open it now because I have to be functional for the event tonight, but it is um, one of the things I got from dispensary. Uh, Ooh, ha soda, ha soda. Old school root beer. And the whole can is 25 milligrams, which is which would be too much for me to ingest and then properly function. My that's the that's the downside of some like if it's a candy bar with your edible, you can break it down into dosages. The problem yeah. with like an with like a THC root beer is that there's really no, like once you crack it, there's no real saving it, you know? I don't know if it's, it, it seems like it might twist back on. I don't know. I, just, I also don't know how to open it. Oh, if it's a twist top, cool. I thought it was like a pop top can. Because when I was in, when I was in Denver, I got what was essentially like. I had an uh, omelet. Yeah, I had a, uh, yeah, I had a, a uh, I think it was supposed to be like orange soda. And I just chugged the whole bottle. Um, but at that point, like, because we had gotten to Denver and just like immediately hit up the the stores and started imbibing, you know, like there, I, I wasn't there on a work thing, so I could just kind of be crazy. I wasn't really able to gauge how strong it was, but yeah. like, it definitely, you know, definitely took care of business. It was TCOB and for sure. But I, uh, I don't remember, like, I know that standard dosage when it comes to THC products a single dose is typically regarded as five to 10 milligrams. Yeah. And I think as an experienced user, 25 probably won't knock you on your ass too hard, but I think you're smart to avoid it because with edibles, you never know. You just never know. And it's liquid too. So it might like digest different. The worst thing about it was that we're, like the Area 15 is supposed to be like this really trippy visual experience with like great like immersive um, like visuals and there's some VR stuff. So this is the thing that you want to have a 25 milligram root beer for, but unfortunately I have to. Uh, but that, that here's, was plenty here's of what you do. Here's what you do. 
there's a way around this. There's a way you can have both. One, make sure you have some eye drops. I say crack it. Drink like a third of it. Like crack it and and do you have like a portable beverage container that you can bring in your no. pocket to this place? Because you could like midway through the night drink the equivalent of half of it that you've poured out. And then that way, as everybody's kind of fizzling out or if they're too drunk to actually care how everyone's behaving, you That's got good. one the in you. The latter is the more... Um... Yeah. Uh, yeah, probable and, cause. And then that way, you know, you, you don't drink too much of it. You're timed late enough that if you need to peace out, you can just like dip out to an Irish goodbye. But you also get, you know, the sick trippy visuals and you get to be a little stoned. The problem with being like super likable and like being the best person ever is that um, I can't dip out of events like these because I they'll be like, what happened? Where'd you go? Blah, blah, blah. The other thing is, this is our sales kickoff. <laughs> well, if they say, what happened? Where'd you go? You go, ah, you know what? My bad. I had the cantina chicken. Uh, sorry, I had the cantina chicken. <laughs> um, the other thing is like, um, this is our sales kickoff. And so sales kickoff, salespeople, number one, have a huge drinking problem. Let's just get that out of the way. They're constantly getting fucked up in ways that even I haven't fathomed. And then the, it seems like the next morning, they're just completely fine. Be that natural or be that- I don't know how my coworkers do that. No, when I, I would go to happy hour with my coworkers, I would always be like, oh, I better behave. And then like within an hour, everybody's just like sucking each other's dicks and vomiting on the wall. I'm like, I always think how did I'm this really happen? Who am I? I always think I'm really good at drinking until I hang out with salespeople. No, because you are good at drinking. They're bad at drinking. Oh, yeah, that's, that's why funny. they get like that yeah um but tonight is the kind of like the closing event mm. and it, this all these people haven't seen each other for like two years so it's going to be a fucking shit show nice fly under the radar but uh i'm just not going to risk it because like i'll also like i want to experience it like internally yeah yeah and not have to like because you know I, I do like being the person that can be on all the time and be cordial and have a conversation with everybody. Yeah, and I think that's valuable. Where it's, yeah, of course. But there's sometimes where it's like, it just sucks a lot of energy out of you. Mm-hmm. And to be doing that while I'm trying to enjoy being stoned is combative and yeah. really just not enjoyable. And also too, if you're going to be drinking, one of the downsides of edibles is like, everybody knows weed first, then booze, you're typically okay. Yeah. booze and then weed there's always the chance that you might go over the edge that you didn't realize was there and yeah. that's that's doubly problematic with edibles because you don't know like it's not just an inhale exhale and then then it hits you you don't know when it's gonna hit so you might be like three shots behind your limit yeah but then the thc makes that you know pushes you past what that booze limit would be and now yeah, suddenly you're Trojan spinning horse. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you're, you're yeah. spinning you're you're sick to your stomach yeah. and then you're somebody else's problem and that's never that's never fun unless you've planned it and the other thing is i'm really really proud of myself because pretty much everywhere every other work event i've been to i haven't really given a shit about doing the work yeah i've just been there to like party um but i haven't been hung over one day this week i've just nice. been extremely tired um because uh, the like, dude. I, I think I've walked something like forty miles in the last four days. Nice, that's good. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. I guess this is growing up. Um, I'm just getting older, really. I wouldn't say because growing up denotes that I'm learning. Um, yeah, some mistakes, but getting older just means I just can't handle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's there's a difference <laughs> between between consciously saying I've had enough and yeah. physically being unable to progress. <laughs> being physically <laughs> By the smell of beer sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. But I am a I am actually right now almost three weeks deep of not smoking pot because I, I well, I just needed to like I needed to clean out and uh because like I, I would love to have it not be an everyday thing. And like I did this with alcohol years ago. I was drinking every day, and now I drink on weekends if I feel like it. Sometimes I don't, and it's like I've got yeah. it. And I want to do that with weed. But I just love it so much, and it's such a it's a much more mellow thing that it doesn't hinder me too much. But I decided to like clean out again, and anytime I do this, the night sweats that result prove to me that it was a good idea. Because for the first two weeks of this three week experiment, I every night I woke up in just a fucking pool of sweat, 
and poor Jenna. And, and like, I'm like drenched. And it's like, if this is my body purging chemicals that are in it, that can't be good if it takes two weeks. But I told myself that uh, this Saturday I'm, I, I'm like off. I'm probably going to smoke up and like watch a scary movie or something. Nice. Yeah. So um, I think well, I'm, I got to be honest. Then I'm going to, I'm going to try and abstain. You. What's up? Jen and I have been pranking you. You haven't waking up in sweat. We've been uh, slowly <laughs> dropping water on you while you sleep. Uh, well, I mean, thanks for the refreshing boost. I guess you got it. We wanted to think that you were. You wanted. We wanted you to think that you were dying. You've you've motivated me. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually backfired. <laughs> but yo, you know what you should do. This is this is the move. You know what you should do with that soda. Hmm. Pre-flight beverage. No, can't do it. Really? Yeah. I, I cannot be stoned on a plane because I already have my anxiety is already through the roof line. I get that. When I when I flew I, my back ritual from is Denver, I have I have two beers uh, before the flight at the airport. That's the way to go. And then I get on the plane, and I'm usually either sleepy or just tipsy enough to where it's like I don't care if I die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter that I'm in a giant tube of chairs yeah. flying at near it's the speed fine of sound. That I'm I'm in a huge horizontal skyscraper that's being flung into the air <laughs> i am and i've said this a million times i don't get how I, like i understand fully how planes work yeah. but it shouldn't it makes no my sense my dad is a pilot for american airlines and he's yeah. told me every time i've talked about this that there's nothing to worry about and that you need to trust in science that it's true i mean it, it is and i do trust in science for pretty much everything except for this i don't get it it doesn't make any sense. Well, every every other... Well, I mean, the thing is with planes is that for it to go that high, that fast, it, it cannot be that big or that heavy. But it is! Yeah. What the fuck? But it's... That's science, man. Sometimes it just is what it is. See, when I when I came back from Denver, I was afraid to travel with, with edibles because I, I thought that I would get, like, arrested by, by Interpol or something. Yeah. So at the yeah, airport... Interpol is going to be at Denver <laughs> arresting your stone dad. <laughs> I, had, I had spent the last five days doing nothing but eat marijuana, so the paranoia was real. But I had a whole bunch left, and I was like, well, I got to have value. So I just ate all of it in the bathroom at I the gotta airport. I got to have my pops. <laughs> got to have my pops. <laughs> I ate all of it. Uh, in the bathroom and it was like oh, a ton no, dude. No, honestly dude greatest flight of my life because wow. it was it was a red-eye flight and i had the window seat and we were you exiting. didn't even get on the plane you just walked out of the tarmac and flew away <laughs> yourself with ah! all that shit. <laughs> but what was so good about it is that it was it was overnight so i was watching the sunrise over the mountains out the plane window just like ah, awesome. ah, 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 ah. and i was pissing scott off so bad because he was sitting in the seat next to me and i'd be like dude dude it's like fuck we're like flying bro <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but i'll you really, tell you, you what it, spicoli. <laughs> I, I really was like i could barely yeah. keep my eyes open but then I, I remember i did that and then finally i started to get like really like all right i guess i gotta like Ooh, I'm getting kind of tired. <laughs> then I just watched Nosferatu. <laughs> it's the best flight of my life. That was scarier than the flight because the flight, I was like, wow, flying is magic. And then Nosferatu ended. And I was like, Scott, do you actually think that like there's value in consuming blood? Because I have a lot of it <laughs> and I don't want to lose it is the whole thing. I, I don't want to eat it. I don't want to lose it. Is the, but if I lose it, do I eat it to get it back? Scott, help me. He's like, dude, shut oh up. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I have a similar story. Let's hear it. It was my first. Oh, that fiber's kicking in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, su you suddenly went slow mo. Yeah, your, I think your I think eyes that, are a little. <laughs> your eyes are a little closed now. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have to report downstairs for another three hours, so I'll be good. Do you, wait? Um, do you have your receipt for the cantina chicken in case anyone asks? Because they'll mean? be like, well, they'll be like, why are your eyes so closed? Why are you giggling? You'd be like, I had the cantina chicken. They're like, yeah, oh, story yeah, is old, story as, old as time. You were on Planet 13. And you'd be like, uh, check the receipts, bitch. I actually got the receipt texted to me. So <laughs> I have it on my phone. So you're um, So anyway, a similar story to yours. Uh, my very first creative conference, it was a company called How, How Design Live. And me, and I was working at Pet Boys at the time, and me and my manager were going... I was lucky enough that out of a team of eight to be asked to go. And I was like, awesome, this is great. So me and my manager went um, and we're getting, we're waiting in line for a security check. And because it's a creative conference and I wanted to like learn and pay attention and be on, 
I uh, had gotten like two 30 milligram Adderalls for the the entire week, which is yeah. funny. That'll um, get that'll get you on. So <clears throat> this is the first time I was flying when they had introduced the new body scanners where you like put your arm up and the thing twists around you and like it does an x-ray of you. Yeah. And so I didn't pack the Adderall in any of my bags. I had it in my breast pocket. And so I was like, shit, they're going to see it. And I don't know what to do because my manager is standing right next to me. So when she wasn't looking, I ate both pills. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You must have been flying. On the plane, I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to fucking land and get going. Oh, man, I'm going to make some shit. I'm gonna, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to learn so much great things. I'm going to be the best graphic designer when I get out of this week. It's going to be sick. Fuck yeah, let's go. And this is a flight to Chicago, so it's like an hour and a half, hour 45 from Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. And by the time we land, I'm like, and then, so Chicago is actually 45 minutes away from O'Hare. Yeah. So now I'm in a 45-minute taxi ride, crawling out of my skin next to my manager, who's like a fairly, who's a fairly, fairly conservative, you know, 40-something woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm like trying not to like talk her ear off about any thought that comes in my brain, which is what you want to do when you when you take it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And when you when you have this much of it, you want to talk about anything that pops into your head. Um, You're like, okay, so top five cover songs better than the original. Go. <laughs> Do you think there's value in drinking your own blood? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'm concerned that I need to drink blood. It's just that if my blood is of high value and someone takes it, how do I get it back? That's all I'm trying to find out. That's all I want to so know. In, in the cab ride, she was like, so I think, you know, when, when we get to the hotel, we'll settle in and then get some dinner. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds great, man. I, where do you want to go? Like, I, I heard this place is good. There's a place, uh, that was like, in my mind, I was like, you got to shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing about Adderall is you know yeah. that you're being crazy, but yeah. it doesn't care. Yeah, and then so we get to the but, hotel, but, but you're committed to being yeah. the best crazy. <laughs> we get, and I was so excited about the prospect of dinner and like getting a drink and like learning more about my boss and like you know having that you know, yeah, yeah. moment where we have the, that offsite bonding stuff, which I like. Yeah, she like she throws you the keys and you catch yeah. them. You're like yeah. And so I go to my room and like put my shit down and I immediately pass out because everything is everything had worn off and I burned, I mentally burned out way too quickly. Yeah. I felt, I woke up to two missed calls and three texts from my boss saying that she went to go eat without me and she hopes I'm doing okay. <laughs> Are you dead? Um, yeah. So then I wasn't like, I only missed them by like half an hour and I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry. The flight took it out of me. I like made up some excuse, like yeah, you know, travel really takes it out of me. I'm just I fell asleep immediately. Uh, we'll catch up tomorrow. Uh, so she didn't suspect anything, but like because like when when that wears off, like you get I get anxiety anyway. Yeah, and you when get tapped. Off. And so I'm like, oh, she fucking knows. I'm gonna be fired. She knows I was. She knows I was on drugs, which there's no fucking way she did. No, even if yeah, and even if she did suspect, we have a good enough reputation where she would have been like, what was going on? And like yeah. She wouldn't like to keep it between us, but it was just, it was like, I mean, and then I was like, I fucking, I'm, I'm out of Adderall for the week. I guess I just have to drink coffee. I guess. For the rest of the uh, week, was she just like, Steve, you're real, you're more laid back than I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, dim the lights. Fuck yeah, you, please. Right. <laughs> Man, I think I went That's to bed. That's so like, funny. We got in at like maybe noon and I was excited because the first day that I'm in a place for work, I always like to explore and see what's going yeah, on, yeah. but. I just slept. I think I went to bed at eight o'clock that night. <laughs> That'll happen. Um, well, I, that's the end of our Vegas spectacular episode. And that's crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna try it again. Let's see. I just, I just want the people to hear. Does it? Oh fuck! I'm still on Uptown Funk. Play that one. Can you hear it at all in my mic? It like gets distorted. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's been... Oh, uh, you do your plug. Sorry, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Viva Viagra! Sorry, I, I, that commercial blows my mind because they just took Viva it Las Vegas. It blows a lot more than your mind. 
made it about dick pills and then the, blows the, your dick. the concept of the commercial is a bunch of men who have had their erections helped by viagra have pulled out their their instruments and gathered in a barn to oh, sing God. their weird al song parody of of vivo las vegas that they apparently when you wrote. said when you said pulled out their instruments i didn't <laughs> i didn't think about musical instruments what dude literally has a standing bass <laughs> Yeah, like, that's that's what she said anyway. Like, oh man, we got to take this to the down to O'Halligan's for a open mic night. We'll play our oh, Viagra song. I actually stole that from John Mulaney. That's uh, a, a a bar that he used in one of his jokes. There's a there's an Irish themed casino here called O'Shea's, and it's the dirtiest place I've ever been <laughs> to in my entire life. It's like it's like way way too rep the Irish flag by yeah. making your making your casino smell like a dive bar. Hell yeah. Like you, it's like one of those places where you walk in and your shoes just sticking to the floor. There's people playing beer pong. Vomit on the wall. Uh, yeah. This is like a couple fucking in the corner. It's the best place fucking in, in the corner. It's the best place in Vegas. Ah, you gamble your life away. Come on down to O'Shea's. <laughs> when I was at, this is the last story and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. When I was in Ireland one time, I swear to God, there was these two homeless people arguing. And they were the most attractive homeless people I've ever seen in my life. And... <laughs> Like the girl, like starts. Are you sure away. they weren't just Irish locals? <laughs> they could have been, but the girl started like walking away with a sleeping bag wrapped around her. So I thought, I assumed they were, and like her boyfriend was like tweaking on the corner, and like as as we like walk by them, I just hear the girl say, "You never loved anybody but yourself, Tommy." And I was like, "That's the most <laughs> Irish. That is the most Irish fucking thing I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, O'Shaughnessy, you're a real selfish shite. I, and I could not believe, like that's. I'm easily, taking my sleeping bag and I'm getting out to you. That's like straight out of a fucking script. That one. That's incredible. I yeah, it happened. Yeah, it was that like seeing like, a celebrity. Just, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, the only time I spent in Ireland was in the airport. It was just a layover. I got to get back and uh, see yeah. the ho- the hinterland, the homeland. Got to see it. Oh, uh, and. All right, sorry. I, forgot. I remember one more thing. Fucking, yeah, please. You know how much I love the weekend? Yeah. The person, not the day. The two yeah. Days. I mean, I'm a fan of both. Um, I love both of them. I, I would love to see the weekend on the weekend. And I had the opportunity to see the weekend on the weekend because he was across the street at the Aria celebrating his birthday. Nice. And I had found out from Drake's Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, I wish I had known this. I would have fucking, I would have been at the Aria just like stalking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trying to get a glimpse of the birthday boy. That would be cool. But. My uh, my niece, my five year old niece. Uh, that's like her big celebrity crush is the weekend. I have a, I have a man crush on him. I would like to. I would like to have a beer with that dude. I was like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So right on. Play. Right on. Uh. So yes, we are once again at Hot Property Pod on all of the things. Uh. My name is Dan Scully, and you can find all of my stuff at scullyvision.com. And you can check out uh, the I Like to Movie Movie podcast at Movie Movie Cast. Um, just did a wonderful interview with a filmmaker, uh, and we talked about a uh, lost Peter Mine's Jackson film. No, Woody Fentress, nice guy, but um, local local filmmaker. I couldn't get Scorsese. I think he would. Yeah, his people wouldn't call me back. They uh they were like we don't work with Jews. I was like I'm not. And he was like uh, it was the it was the craziest <laughs> thing. But what are you gonna do? I was like I, I know Scott. I know I know you're not Jewish, but Mar just keeps screaming. I don't want to work with Jews whenever we bring it up. So that's his official response. I was like I, honestly I think I dodged a bullet here because I feel like I don't want to do that editing. So we're good. Um, I don't know where that bit came from. And <laughs> so I fucking have not been sleeping. You heard it here first. Martin Scorsese hates Jews. He doesn't like the MCU. He doesn't and he does not them. like the Goldsteins. This is yep. just what's happening. <laughs> but um, yeah, so check out at Movie Movie Cast. Uh, be closing the loop on uh, on uh, the Lethal Weapon episode next week. You'll hear that interview with Woody. And right now is the uh, Oscars spectacular. So definitely check that shit out. The Oscars are decidedly not spectacular. They're not. I, well, the name yeah. of the epi- the name of my latest episode is "The Oscars Are Lame, But We Love Them." Yeah, that is true. That's accurately put. Yeah, that's, um, that's just follow what it is. my follow my dog at bb underscore the corgi. I miss her. Can't wait to go. Oh home. man, I miss her too. Usually, you've yelled at her once by now while we're on the show. I but know. Yeah. I know. I get weird. There's no barking going yeah. on. 
there, there's a lot of dogs here, though. Yeah. If I felt safe flying with my dog, I, I would bring, but I don't feel safe flying by myself. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, enough. that's been hot property. Yeah, man. Travel yeah. safe, brother. Thanks. And as always, it's got to be good. To be good. And, and it's, it's got, got to, to be, be Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Las Vegas. Viva!